0: Hi and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's
1: me, Jenny Kous, marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self.
0: On today's episode, we are talking about the books that we might be reading this summer or that we have read in the past that are on the topic of habits that you can check out This summer as well. Jenny also has an exciting win that made her flip. Ha! Ha! You'll hear about that later.
1: But let's talk about summertime. Summertime means lazy days, time off, vacations, trips to the beach, and hopefully some good summer reading. For many, this can mean maybe a romance novel. For others, it can mean maybe some nonfiction. Since we love learning about habits we love reading books about habits. And of course, we want to share these things that we learn with you.
0: Reading itself is such a great habit. And I have included it as part of my 19 for 2019 list. So one of my goals for 2019 was to read two books per month. In an ideal world, I want to read one fiction and one nonfiction book every month. I've mentioned this on a previous podcast but I really feel like it's worth repeating that the way I've been able to incorporate more reading of book books into my life has everything to do with making sure that my phone charges in the kitchen at night so that I'm not mindlessly scrolling on my phone in my bed at night before I go to sleep. So as a result of the phone being in the kitchen, I'm actually reading a real book. And as a result of putting this into place, most of the time, I'm not perfect. I'm currently on my 24th book of the year. So I'm definitely ahead of the game. So, two books per month per month for 12 months, I'm already there and I still have five and a half months to go. So I want to keep this habit up as we keep going through 2019.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, I would say a pretty, uh, pretty big reader, I would say. And I'm a big fan of reading in general. And I've also really gotten into audiobooks. I think when I started doing audiobooks when I was still working in London, driving back and forth. Um, Yeah, the drive time is
0: so good for having audiobooks, isn't it? It's the best.
1: Um, you know, and I, I like listening to an audiobook, you know, now that I work closer, I still listen to them in the car. Um, sometimes if I'm by myself grocery shopping, even if I'm cleaning around the house, things like that. Um, after Ethan goes to bed, I like to listen to books. And usually I listen to nonfiction. But I've noticed that I prefer to read the paper version of fiction books.
0: Is which... it something about the experience of the book and the smell of the book and the feel of the book and everything? I have no idea. That's what it is for me, I, f- I think, because I prefer to sit down and actually read a book with it on my hands on it versus listening to it or seeing it yeah. on the screen.
1: Yeah. And a really good book, say if I'm listening to a really good nonfiction, there are times when I get halfway through a nonfiction book and I have to go buy it because it's one that I know I'm going to want to highlight. Right. You need to make some I'm, notes. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to mention in a little bit here a book I'm listening to right now. That is that exact situation that I've realized, I'm like, okay, this is one I have to buy. But anyhow, we both love reading. And you know what's funny? This is like a side note. But I remember when I was a kid, me and my best friend, we spent so much time together just reading.
0: Like you I didn't even talk up. to each other? You're just reading books together?
1: Yeah, on, on her bunk bed. And Amazing. And we were so into Babysitter's Club. And I remember going to the bookstore and we'd both get a new one and we'd read them and then switch and we would, it was the best. It was the greatest. Oh,
0: that's such a neat memory from your childhood. That's great. And I remember
1: walking home from school. I had mastered the like walking home from school while reading a book. (laughs) loved reading. (laughs) Loved reading. Always have. And I, I am notorious. Like it drives my husband nuts, but like for, I will stay up all night to read a book in one sitting because I get so into certain books um, so yeah, anyway, love reading. I don't do it as much. I wouldn't say these days, my priorities are a little different, um, in terms of my ability to binge a book like I used to, Sure, sure. um, but you know, work and all that gets in the way sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, you and I have read a ton of books about habits. That's right. So we thought maybe it would be good if we shared some of our favorites with you, um, kind of our Improvement Project Summer reading list that we think you might want to check out.
0: Okay, so of course, we have to mention our online pretend best friend, Gretchen Rubin, and her book Better Than Before. So this book is about habits. We've talked about it before on the podcast. It's basically about making and breaking habits. It's about uh, all the different loopholes that will come up if you're trying to get away from what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, It's an amazing book. We think you should check it out. Any of the books that we mentioned today, please check out the show notes if you're looking for the book or you want to know more about it, Uh, Mm drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast to find those details. I'll read uh, the back of some of these books so you can get a sense of what we're talking about. So the back of Better Than Before says, habits are the invisible architecture of everyday life. Most of us have a habit that we'd like to change and there's no shortage of expert advice. But as we all know from tough experience, no magic one size fits all solution exists. In Better Than Before, acclaimed writer Gretchen Rubin identifies every approach that actually works. With her signature mix of rigorous research and engaging storytelling, Rubin answers the most perplexing questions about habits.
1: So, and then this on it goes. This one really breaks it down, eh?
0: Yeah, she... Like, in well, only the way Gretchen can. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about Gretchen a ton of times on the podcast, and she just has that way about her, that she really yeah. digs into a topic, really gets gives you the step-by-step. So, if you... Uh, If you resonate with us at all in that Gretchen might be one of your online pretend best friends and you're looking for a book about habits, this is a good one to go to. Another one we should also mention about uh, uh, what we're talking about Gretchen is The Happiness Project, which is not specifically about habits, but this book was a bit of a inspiration for Jenny and I to start this podcast. Uh, It's The Mm -hmm. Happiness Project, and she goes through a month, uh, every month for a year doing a different piece of uh, creating more happiness in her life. So it's kind of like creating habits around happiness. So another really great book. Uh, If you haven't read Gretchen's book, The Happiness Project, it's a fantastic book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree.
0: All right. Uh, The other book that, of course, uh, you've heard us talk about in the past that we will mention is Atomic Habits by another one of our online pretend best friends, James Clear. And, uh, we definitely highly recommend this one. What are your and thoughts on do this you one? Know,
1: do you know how I know I recommend this book? How? I actually own it.
0: Because you yeah. don't own very many things. And this is a book I you actually I, have the hard well, copy of.
1: I, yeah. I maybe have three books that I actually keep all the rest of them. If I get a good book, I loan it out and
0: don't worry enough. if it comes back.
1: Absolutely. So they're out in circulation. I, you know, have people pass it on to someone. And I get most of my books from the library. Um, uh, So, yeah, I don't own a lot of books, but this is one that I own and knew I would refer back to loads of times. And I really, really do. Um, It has so many nuggets in it. Oh my gosh. It's just, it really is like, I think the ultimate book on habits. James Clear has done the work.
0: He has done the work and there's something amazing about the way that he relays every detail of it The in, in really? the jacket of this book, I'll just read this because I think it probably get, gets it across in a better way that I could say it articulately, but this is what it is. If you're having trouble changing your habits, the problem isn't you. The problem is your system. Bad habits mm-hmm. repeat themselves, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. You do not rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems In atomic habits. You'll get a plan that can take you to new heights. Clear is known for his ability to distill complex topics into simple behaviors that can be readily applied to daily life and work. Here, he draws on ideas from biology, psychology and neuroscience to create an easy to understand guide for making good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible. Along the way, readers will be inspired and entertained with true stories from Olympic gold medalists, award-winning artists, business leaders, life-saving physicians, and star comedians who have used the science of small habits to vault to the top of their fields.
1: And you know what I thought about this, and every time I hear him talk about it, is you get that sense of like, we are, you know, we have these lizard kind of primitive brains, parts of our brain, that we are fighting And it really made me feel like the times I struggle, it's not my fault. It's not like a weakness situation. I just need to apply the science to it. Cool. Is that what do you take from it?
0: Yeah. Well, it's sort of like you're fighting against... We we talked about this when we talked to Tommy Caldwell last year about the primal conflict. Our DNA wants us to do a certain thing. That's our lizard brain. And then we have this more highly evolved prefrontal cortex that can make decisions and do things that... Allow us to thrive in modern day society. And James Clear breaks it down. One of my favorite things, and this is a bit of a nerd thing in me, is that his last name is Clear and he really makes it clear. He's fantastic.
1: Oh my gosh. And his initials are JC, just like Jenny Kaos. But Tommy is so good at explaining that in that context as well. Definitely. And it really does give you that sense. And I think it puts a little distance between you and your behavior. Sure. And they, it feels less like a choice and more of a like, oh, this is just a kind of a biological imperative that's happening. Right. That well, when you realize that
0: it's, it's pre-programmed into your world, then you can then go, okay, that's inevitable. That's going to happen. Now I need yeah. to realize that that's the case and fight back against it using the decision making abilities and this higher intellectual brain that I have now in 2019 as a moderate modern day evolved human. Um, if yeah, you don't know what that's we're talking exactly about, what I
1: meant, but you said it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the one thing I will pass on to our listeners, if you're not sure what we're talking about, when we talk about Tommy Caldwell, we uh, talked to him back uh, in September or October of 2018. And the episode was about heavy brain. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want to listen to him, because he talks about the primal conflict as it relates to food and how human beings have a Complicated relationship with food and diet in modern culture. And it comes back to that in some ways with what James Clear is talking about in Atomic Habits. So, a really fascinating, amazing book. And Jenny and I both love it and highly recommend it. So, if you haven't read this one and you are looking for a book on habits, I would say, I'll speak for both of us, I would say this one is our favorite. Yeah. So, you know, we love Gretchen for sure, and Better Than Before is awesome, but I would pick James Clear's book first.
1: Yeah. And if you know us and you want to borrow it, let me know.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah, I got one. Jenny's got one. Borrow it from us.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. But we
1: really like James Clear. So if you're thinking about it, buy it. (laughs) Get after it. Yeah. Okay. How about another one here? Uh, This is kind of, I, I don't know why, but I consider this like a classic. Like Mm -hmm. this is, I think one of those like staple books on habits and it's the power of habit. And this is by Charles Duhigg.
0: Yeah. So I, I listened to this one on audiobook when I, quote, read this one. Mm. And you're right, this subject matter, it's hard to take in when you're listening versus reading in some way. But yeah. my take on this one is that this is sort of the really break it down to the sciencey kind of business when it comes to habits. So it was... Yeah. I didn't take as many as many everyday practical tips that I can then apply to my life out of this one. But it really helps you to understand what's happening when we are as human beings in modern culture doing certain things. It talks about the triggers and the cues associated with habits and then how we get reward from repeating the same thing over and over again. So it's the same kind of concept that James Clear talks about with a little less uh, finesse, let's say.
1: Like if I was choosing between the Duhigg and clear, I'd go clear.
0: Definitely. He, he yeah. clears it up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> Stop it.
0: Stop it.
1: Okay. So another one, and I'm going to kind of skip ahead here, but it, this one's really been on my mind lately. Okay. And it's the seven habits of highly effective people. This is, I would say, one of probably the best known books about habits But the funny part is when we were talking about this list, this didn't initially come to my mind, which is hilarious. But this is one that I, I had heard of and and known about, but back at my prior gig, when I was working for the school board, they had a program that you, like a leadership program that you could um, get invited to participate in. And I did, and it was the like official seven habits training. And so I went through, I think it was like a year we did these things. And it was awesome. And it really made me fall in love with this book.
0: Yeah, this book is fantastic. And it's it's a, it's a sort of, I think probably the reason that I didn't think about it is because it's so entrenched in yep. the modern lexicon that I just thought that everybody would know about it. But The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. It's a book that probably every business person, every entrepreneur has been exposed to, has read, or at least has heard about. And yep. it's a staple. If you haven't read this one, definitely it's unmo- it's one you have to come back to. It's a back to basics. One. Absolutely. Yes. It's a gooder.
1: And I find it is one that I have really applied to my life where it has real takeaways that you can really kind of get behind. Um, I love, it's the one where, you know, it explains like the big rocks. So it talks about fitting, you know, these big rocks that are like the main important things in your life. Like this guy's putting all the rocks in a jar You know, and then you fill in the smaller rocks and you picture all the rocks going in around it and then you pour in sand and then that fills in all the little gaps. And it's a metaphor for how you use your time. You know, the jar is your time. And, you know, if you just pour all the sand in, meaning all the little stuff that's not as important, you're not going to be able to put anything else in there. It's kind of a weird thing. I don't know if this is making sense how
0: I'm explaining Does that make sense? Yeah. And I love that metaphor and I love everything about that for sure.
1: Yeah. And I find for me, I think that that's so true. And I, it's something I come back to a lot. I remember as we were doing this training, sitting there and, you know, you, you physically draw out a picture of what are your big rocks and it, it really helps you prioritize. Yeah.
0: And uh, if you put all the just, sand in first, then none of your good priorities are. Yeah.
1: And I really think about that, how I chunk out my time. Cool. But anyhow.
0: Um I like that one. While we're talking about this book, I just want to mention that as I'm looking at my copy of it, and this is one that I have hard copy of, I got it and it says my name in the in the middle or like in the cover, and it says October of 2003, and I oh, wow. have post-it notes all through it and notes in the margin everywhere. This was a book that was very important to me as I was starting off as a chiropractor and also uh, building a business and it's been a really important one. So it's neat to revisit it. It's cool.
1: Yeah. And that's what, that's one of the ones in my intense minzing that I did get rid of, but I think I'm probably going to pick up again. Cool. It is a good, it's a gutter. it is a gooder.
0: All right. I'll is there any other ones that you mind. want to mention?
1: Um, well, yeah, we did talk a bit about high performance habits as
0: well. That's a Brennan. Brennan Burchard. Burchard. Yeah.
1: And he's, Um, he's a
0: high energy character
1: worth checking out for sure. Um, he is like kind of next level, I would say in terms of, um, kind of applying this to your life. I have, he has a day planner that he's put out in terms of how you can really apply a lot of these things into your life. Really interesting guy. He has online courses. This is one that you and I have not, I think I can't remember if I've read the whole thing, but it's one that we would have to really look into. But if that's kind of more your angle, like all of these books, you might look into them and the look of, you know, the look or kind of description of one might appeal to you more than the other. But we're hoping that throughout this list there will be maybe something that appeals to you and kind of meets you where you are, you know, along the way in your uh, dealings with habits. Maybe one will resonate more with you than the others. But I would say... I don't know I'm gonna say for me if I was gonna look at top two James Clear obviously but as kind of no I'm gonna do top three <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say either one of Gretchen's that we mentioned Yep. so happiness project or better than before seven habits is a classic maybe revisit that one or of course James Clear so those are the
0: ones So, well, I like how you said this, and this was on my brain as well. I really have this belief that books find you when they're supposed to. Yep. And I kind of feel like if you're listening to this and you're listening to us talk about this list of books, if for whatever reason, the next book that you come across is on this list, maybe that's the one you're supposed to read when it comes to habits. If you have a feeling about a book based on what Jenny and I have said, Maybe that's the one for you. If you do like a quick skim by just going to look at each one of these books, the one that jumps out at you first, it's probably the one you're supposed to read. Every one of them is going to have some amazing gold nuggets. We've obviously shared the ones that resonate the most with us, but I think books are one of those things that, you know, you'll find when you're supposed to, and just trust that that's the case.
1: Well, and you know what? I just realized, I mentioned earlier that there's a book that I'm reading and I said we were going to be talking about it. We're not. Because the book I'm I'm reading is not about habits.
0: What book are you reading?
1: Essentialism. Oh, it's
0: kind of like what we talked. We talked about that book last week when we were talking about minimalism.
1: We did. And it's so good. Oh my gosh, it's good.
0: Okay, well, I haven't read that one. And now you've mentioned it a couple of times. And now I got to read it. So I'm excited about that.
1: I got to say, I've been hearing about it everywhere. And I like I've been listening to it, like, you know, here and there in the last little while. Um, but every, every podcast I listen to, I keep hearing other people mentioning it. And I just want to like say into my headphones, oh, I know.
0: <laughs> this it. is an example of what I'm talking about. Books find you when they're supposed to. Obviously, you've been getting all these messages about this book because it's supposed to find you right now.
1: Yeah. So that's and it's, cool.
0: That's been in my Amazon cart. And I'm like, yeah, I'll probably just get
1: this one because I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be marking it up. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, I would say that that probably gives a good list of some books that people could check out to uh, finish up their summer reading as we still have another month of summer to go. And if you want to learn more about habits, if any of these books resonate with you, we recommend all of them. I'll put a link to all of them in the show notes so you can check those out.
1: And if you know of a really good book about habits that That, we haven't mentioned, tell us
0: about it. Definitely. We would love that.
1: We like like big books and we cannot lie. So, you know what it's time for.
0: Oh, I'm excited. It's
1: time for a segment, which was formerly known as What Are You Digging Lately, which Peg has now given in to letting me call, ooh, me likey. And you have to say it like that. Ooh, me likey.
0: Ooh, me likey. So Peggy
1: and I like to talk to each other at, a, at our appointments. We like to talk to each other via text about all the stuff we likey. And we talk about things like podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity such as GIFs that we've found. And we feel like maybe you'll find it fun too. We don't often recommend a GIF on here, but, you know, that's kind of the general parameters of what we (laughs) likey.
0: So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we are finding useful or practical, or just something that's pure frivolity and fun. So what do you likey? This week, I likey uh, local craft breweries. Ooh, we likey. (laughs) So these have really exploded in small town Ontario, and I'm sure small town Canada and small town USA, and who knows, maybe small town world in the last few years. And I had a really cool glimpse into this world this past weekend as I helped my sister Jenny, another Jenny, celebrate her birthday. So local craft beer is something that she is really into. And so we decided we would do a brewery tour in our local area as a way to check out some great local breweries, have a fun Saturday, and also celebrate her birthday. So uh, it's a pretty fantastic thing, I think, to support any local small business. And it's pretty fun when you get to go with a bunch of people you like. And we had a designated driver. Have a couple beers. Wander around Ontario. Drink some. uh, Why are you timing out me? Why are you timing me out?
1: Okay. You just said a designated driver. Yes. Yeah. Rewind.
0: Okay. So here's what this happened. Is the
1: funniest part of the whole thing. Okay.
0: So here's what happened. We knew that we were probably going to be having some drinks because we're going to breweries. <laughs> so we're like, okay, how can we do this responsibly? We don't want to have, uh, we don't want one of us to not be able to experience it. So John, who works at the city of London, he has these young people that work with him that are temps that work for the summer and they're, you know, 20 to 25, let's say in years of age. And this one awesome dude, his name is Tyler. He's 20 years old, works with John. John gives him a hard time constantly <laughs> in, in the best way. John and Tyler, they like each other. They're buds. So we hired Tyler to be our designated driver. So he awesome. came over, picked us up. We have the, the big truck. All of us can fit in the Suburban. And we, off we went. Tyler took our photos. He was the person that um, drove with us all day. We bought him lunch and we gave him some cash at the end of the day. And it was fantastic
1: that's such a good deal.
0: Yeah, it was fun. We had a really it's great so time. So smart.
1: I I was blown away when you when that part of the story came up when you were telling it to me. I was like, this is genius.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's a good way to do it. It's responsible. He yeah. well, of course, he's a young person that wants to make a bit more money. Plus he gets to hang out with us. Amazing day.
1: Yeah, I mean, that alone.
0: <laughs> anyway, if you want to catch a glimpse of this tour that we went on, if you go to my Instagram page at Dr. Peggy Malone, you'll see pics of all of the, the places we went, all of the different breweries, and you can see a picture of our designated driver, Tyler, as well.
1: The real hero of this trip. That's right.
0: What, do you, what are you uh, into this week? What do you likey?
1: Oh, man. so on July the 19th, my Netflix exploded with options. Okay. Because two things came out that day. And new season of comedians in cars, getting coffee, which I always enjoy, but I'm enjoying less as time goes on. Anyway, that's another conversation for another day. Okay. But the other thing was a new season of queer eye. Oh, you love queer eye. You know, I'm obsessed with queer yes. eye. You know, I have given you impassioned speeches on multiple occasions about my love of queer eye. Yeah, definitely. And that's what's happening because <laughs> I love this show so much. I can't recommend it enough um I really really love it and what the world needs now is more queer eye so check it out <laughs> if you haven't already it's so great it's one of those like I have to ration it because and, like, you don't want it to month be month ending month. too soon no because this is what happens every time because you just and, want to binge it don't you you want yeah, to sit down and, and then, stay up all night and then you know what happens I do that thing where you're watching it and you don't realize you're on the last episode <gasps> I and then hate like, it when that over. happens heartbreaking i could sit down tonight after this to watch one and i could have already finished it i don't know but i hope that doesn't happen because why don't I'd you go it.
0: to episodes beforehand so you know how many there are and then at least you can manage your expectations
1: because here's how tv watching goes down at my house okay jeff queues up <laughs> as jeff is queuing up the tv when we're gonna watch something i begin the process of fiddle farting which is what i do <laughs> full time I'm doing what I call like a judge of the house, tidying things up, getting things ready for the next day, yada, yada. So I don't see it happening. So I just oh. sit down and, you know, I make myself scarce for a bit. And then I'm always trying to do one more thing, which drives Jeff nuts. Gotcha. Like, Oh, I'm just going to go wash my face. Oh, I'm just going to brush my teeth. Meanwhile, he's sitting there like, waiting for oh, you to, finish. Okay. what do you call it?
0: Your judge? How do you spell that? Judge T Z U J. T Z U J. Guess wow. where I got that word from? I have no idea. What is it?
1: The original Queer Eye for this Threat guy. <laughs> Carson <laughs> Presley. That was his word. And it's like when you like push your sleeves up or just give something like a little, a little, a zhush. little zhush. Yeah.
0: I feel like I've learned so much in the last 45 seconds. This is amazing.
1: Hey, if there's any knowledge that comes from Queer Eye, you can just ask me because boy, do I have experience. Watching that show.
0: Oh my goodness! All right, like, this is a highly recommended show, listeners. Don't take it lightly. Jenny loves Queer Eye. I've Ugh. heard her talk about it on the regular.
1: And you know, I just think it. I just think they do such wonderful things for people, and it's such a feel-good show, and it'll leave you with the warm fuzzies. Okay, I like
0: it. I and like it'll it, make I like
1: you it. want to get more intentional about your own life.
0: Okay, well that that comes highly recommended. I like that. Yeah, it's great. Anyway. That's let's awesome. move Let's move on to our next segment, You Win or You Learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity.
1: These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I'm up for the win and Peg alluded to this earlier in the intro. But with my win this week, it was that... While I was away on a little short vacation, I went on one of those, I don't know if you've seen these, but these trampolines that they have at some touristy places where there's a trampoline and there is a harness and you can get on this trampoline and jump super, super high and do tricks. So this has been the third time I've seen one of these, but the first time I've gone on one the first time I was in Mexico, I think I told you about this and I was so excited and I wanted to go on it. And they laughed at me and told me I wasn't allowed.
0: Why? Cause it was just for tiny people. Didn't they look at you it and see how ch- tiny you are?
1: <laughs> it was for children. And we, I was very irritated because there were teenagers that were going on it that I think were bigger than me, but whatever they were, they were making fun of me in Spanish. And oh, no. if my Spanish had been better, I would have known. But anyway, it was probably like, Oh, look at this sad old lady. Anyway, so then the next time was in Port Huron, they have one at the mall there. And my son really wanted to go on it. And we, it was a really long lineup. And I also really wanted to go on it, but anyway, it didn't happen that day. So then this time we we're away and I saw this trampoline and I got so excited and it was like, well, yeah, this is happening. Absolutely. It cost me $10, best $10 I've ever spent in my life. Um, I thought that was an absolute steal for like 10 minutes on this thing. I think it was. So this my this is my 19 for 19, but it was on my 18 for 2018. It's, it's been on my list of things to do for a while is to do a backflip on a trampoline, right? This is an ongoing narrative in my life that had happened and then was spurred on by seeing a video of Reese Witherspoon effortlessly bang out. a I don't know if it was a back walk over. I don't know what it was. But so, she made it look so easy, and I was like, dang, I want to do that. So anyway, I went on this trampoline, and the lady helped me. She like, really reefed the thing down so I could catch some sweet air. Uh, she gave me a couple vague directions on how I could make my body go
0: backwards, and it happened. <laughs> and it's I'm, amazing. I've seen the video. Hey, the can second. we share the video with our, with our Absolutely. listeners? Okay. Share with
1: the world. The second I got off that trampoline, my first course of action was texting peg (laughs) video. That was like, I literally like harness off and like click send. It was like, bam, right after it happened. So I don't know if this counts toward my goal. There's been some back and forth and I don't know. I don't know if I feel like this accomplishes it, but man, did it feel like a win in that moment?
0: Oh, good for you. That's amazing. And by the way, as it, as it relates to your 2018 list and your 2019 list, I really feel like it comes down to, does it fit what your vision of your goal was? Because if it just comes down to the objective measure of doing a flip on a trampoline, check and check. But if that's not exactly what you had in mind, then that's, you have to figure that out in your own brain.
1: Yeah. I definitely feel like it's at least halfway there. Like I now know what it feels like. And so now I know what that feels like to go backwards, because that's been a major stumbling block where I, I can visualize it, I can do all of it, but I just can't make my body
0: do it. And now you know what Um, it feels like to do that backflip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I did it like five times in a row. Good for you. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was great. It felt really good and I had this like instinctive primal scream that came out of me
0: every time I did it. It was very <laughs> And exciting. wasn't there something awesome about Ethan being like, Go oh, Mom, you oh did my God. it
1: He was yelling just as loud as me. I We must have been quite the scene because that's the funniest part of the video is the one video. All you can hear is him like, yeah, mom. And he was jumping up and down (laughs) the entire time, which was very entertaining. And I was cracking up watching him because he had gone before me and he was having a really hard time doing the backflip. So it was cool for him to see his old lady mom do it. But I got to be honest, I felt like crap after
0: your, your head didn't feel good. Your tummy didn't feel good.
1: It was everything I feared. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, you know, I did feel like I felt like I was going to get sick because I have such a I get so dizzy. And I mean, we talked about it. I have some issues with some vertigo and I was so worried I would trigger an episode and but I was OK. I
0: And it didn't last too long, that yucky feeling.
1: No, I think the five times I went down the water slide after managed to correct it.
0: <laughs> All right, so if we're going to... I'll share this on the show notes if people want to see this okay. video. And then I'll probably also put it on my Instagram with the, um, the card for this week's episode as well. So you cool. can check it out in those two places if yeah. you want to see maybe, Jenny doing her flip.
1: Maybe weigh in. Do you think it counts? Does it count? Does yeah, it let us
0: know what you okay. think about that. All right, what'd you learn? All right, so uh, I've had in the last couple of weeks... A ton of busy summer fun, lots of visitors, and it's been amazing. But it means less time for planning and prepping for this podcast. So on purpose, you and I have moved away from our more structured monthly habit challenges. And that's been cool. But as it sort of seems like I've taken it as an excuse to just ease off on the whole thing. And as I've said lately, everything that I want is on the other side of consistency. So it's super important for me to maintain being consistent with this podcast, putting out good content for our listeners. Um, And so moving forward, I'm dedicated to sitting down with Jenny and doing some planning to make sure that we are more intentional. Here comes back my word for the year about what we are sharing with you each week. So that said, if there is a particular topic that interests you that you would love to hear us discuss, please reach out via email or the socials and let us know. We want to make sure that as Jenny says to me often, Creativity needs constraints in order to Mm -hmm. uh, be the best it can be. And without constraints of our monthly habit challenges, I think I'll speak for me. I think maybe Jenny is like this, but she's more (laughs) on focus. But for me, I just tend to go, oh, well, just wing it. So I want to make sure that we are doing for you what you want to hear from us. So let us know. So that's that's my learn is that I need to be more intentional about planning and sitting down and making sure we're putting out good content for our listeners.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great idea.
0: All right. Uh, that's it for this episode of the improvement project. Get in touch. Our email address is the improvement project at com. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House and I am on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag the improvement project and you'll all find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast.
1: And if you like the show and, course we really hope that you do so please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts and let them know that it's free because some people aren't aware that podcasts are completely free to listen and subscribe to we would also love it so much if you would rate us and leave us a review on itunes that really helps people find the show and we also have a facebook group so search for the improvement project on facebook to join in on the conversation Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's
0: you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it.
1: You know what I got after? What'd you get after? Bam! I painted my nails while we were recording.
0: Well, I noticed those nails when you were talking and I really wanted to say something about it. And then I thought, well, we better stay on topic.
1: We (laughs) We better stay on topic. Bam. Bam. Bam,
0: bam. So from here, it looks like they're black. Are they black? Or are they like a dark purple or what color are they? They're black. I love them. It's my favorite color all time for nails. John says, I the don't look color like a girl, but I love it. Your the summer color, color summer. is black.
1: Yeah, I don't even care. You know what? I used to really feel bad about how much black I wear. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I'm a grown lady. I do what I want. You know what I wore today? Black pants, black shirt, black shoes, black purse. Like, screw it. I do what I want. I feel good in black.
0: (laughs) I feel good about everything you've just said.